0: My Lord I want uh, I want us to do a couple of things before I dive into the word of God and even though you're watching all around the world I want I want to feel you do this there are just a couple of people we have to acknowledge because none of this would be possible if he hadn't have said yes And because of his yes, all of us are experiencing things in our generation that I don't believe we would have ever experienced, and the body of Christ would have never reached where we have reached. And of course, I'm talking about Chuck and Pam Pierce. Can we honor them and let them know how much we thank God for your yes. thank God for your yes and one more thing I want you to do you can be seated but I want you to let these people hear it because I'm going to speak on the behalf of all of us I don't mean to be presumptuous but I do believe what I'm about to say I speak on the behalf of everybody Who is in this conference has been in this conference that to all of the ministry leaders helpers everybody on staff here from the parking lot to the kitchen we thank you oh yeah that's it let them hear it we appreciate all that you've done for us these last three days and to i call them penny and the crew just everybody who has made this possible you are not insignificant and we thank god for you you have been amazing you have been amazing and i i just want to say to all the men and women of god that Years ago, I saw this mighty apostle of God way back in the 90s. And I saw the conference they had. They were not even in this building. I was a young preacher and while I was watching him, the spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, You are going to be connected to him. This was in the 90s and God orchestrated it sovereignly. And I said that to say, what you've seen in your spirit, you're going to be standing in it one day. And I want all of you ministers to understand that today, this week, God has been equipping you for where he's about to take you. And as I said last night, the next phase, stage, and level of your ministry has been unlocked. And all year long, you're going to be catching up with it. So I wanna encourage all the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, all around the world, all of the intercessors, all of the musicians as James got through. The mantle for your future has fallen around your neck. You ought to thank God for it and receive it right now that I am mantled for my future. I mean, sit down now. Don't don't make me that excited that soon. No, I'm thanking God. And so I stand before you humbly. And my wife is here who is the most amazing gift on planet Earth. You might not be able to see her, but go ahead and stand up, dear, and blow some... You know, the first time she did that, stood up in church and blew everybody kisses, I thought, oh, Lord. <laughs> and then I f- knew we had problems when she stood up to do that in a men's prison. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I told her, I say, babe, that's just some stuff you're going to have to learn yeah. Yeah. how not to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so honored. Listen, 50 of these books are left back there which means 50 people get a chance to get to heaven (laughs) i have to say this because when i dive in this word i'm gonna be going fast but divine dna i had the honor of being on faith rising which is an amazing show hosted by daniel and amber and by the way they were phenomenal last night i mean phenomenal And we talked about Divine DNA, the book. And if you don't have this book, you can't get to heaven. That's what I was talking about. So 50 of y'all are running the risk of not getting in. (laughs) And so um, it is back there. And this book talks about your identity with divinity. I'm dealing with unlocking. I heard the young man say unlocking your DNA. And so you've got a DNA from your father And you need to learn how to unlock it. And so pick that up before you go home. But listen, I have an announcement. Coming January 2023, I am releasing another book. And this one, hell ain't ready for. (laughs) Because we are coming after the kingdom of darkness. Yes, come on. And I sent it to Brian. I don't know if you can put it up on the screens, but if, 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 if they have it, throw it up there. It is called Take Back Your Authority. It's Kingdom Keys to Overthrowing the Power of Darkness. And I can't tell. Can you see it? Do you have it? If not, we won't worry about it. But get that book when it hits January 2023. And so... Um, I just wanted to put that in. Now, go to Joel chapter number two. Woo! And then I'm going to say a couple of things. And I just want to say I apologize in advance for what the Spirit of God is about to do to you. But I've been feeling something about this crew, this remnant that has showed up this weekend. There's something about y'all that's a little different than any other crew that's been at these conferences. I believe I've got the crazy faith people in the house. I mean, I've been sensing that. Y'all just been ready to break out. And so everything has been crescendoing to this moment. Joel 2, everybody has talked about it but it's my assignment to unpack it, and we're just going to read one verse. Joel 2, verse number 25. So I will restore (laughs) to you the years that the locusts have eaten the canker worm, palmer worm, every worm you can think of. This is the year you get it all back. Would you look at somebody and say you're gonna get it all back this year? Oh, you got to believe it. You got to believe it. It's coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Uh, It is coming in everything that the enemy has stolen. It's coming back this year. Put your faith on that. Now, in order for you to get it back, you got to want it back. Somebody shout, I want my stuff. And I ain't apologizing for it. We have had enough of the enemy coming after us. We have finally come upon a generation that is coming after the enemy. I am coming after generations. I'm coming after my stuff. Now, in order to do this, you've got to have a certain mentality. You've got to have a certain mentality. You've got to have a certain mentality. And the days of singing victory and then living defeat are over. Yes. yes, The days of shouting about it in a conference and then doubting about it when you get back home are over. You're not just going to praise him for it. You're going to manifest it in your life. Now, now, I got to get you ready because some of you don't have the right attitude. Uh, Yeah, you don't have the right attitude. So I got to get you in the right attitude for recovery. The Bible declares that I'm going to restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. The years. Not just the things, but the years. I've heard all my life that the one thing you can't ever get back is time. But I came to tell you that is not true. Because you might not ever get the time back, but what was supposed to happen in that time, oh, you gonna get it back. Which means decades are about to manifest in your life this year. God is about to do something so sovereign, in your life that things that should have manifested over the years of your life God says I'm going to shake them loose for you this year but what you got to do is you got to have the right attitude because David Showed up at Ziklag. And when he came back home, he found out that the Amalekites had raided the camp, took his wives, his children, burned the cities. And the Bible declares that upon walking into Ziklag and seeing the destruction and everything they lost the men begin to weep until they had no more strength in them upon seeing the destruction of what was lost their response to it was to cry about it and they cried and they cried And they cried until God said, are y'all done with that? Because David rose up and your Bible says something that is so significant. They wanted to stone him and kill him because that's what we do when we don't get What we believe God has prophesied over our life, we killed the prophet. And they begin to blame him for their loss. And David, the Bible says, said, bring me the ephod. I got to inquire of the Lord about what to do see there are two types of people in this room there are people that when it happened to you all you've been doing is crying about it and then there are people that when it happened to you you said wait just a minute i ain't got time to be crying about this bring me the ephod let me inquire of the lord and the bible says david encouraged himself oh my god which means you are not going to get your stuff back until you get you back oh i'm gonna work on this i'm gonna work right through here i'm gonna work right through here you might not shout about it but i'm gonna get you delivered because some of you the first thing that you're going to have to recover is yourself You might not can admit it, but some of you have never recovered from losses in your life You've never Seen yourself the same you you've never seen God the same. You've never saw your vision the same. Which means the enemy has hit you with things that the moment they happen to you, from that moment on, you have been discouraged. You have lost your courage. Maybe you went through something where you've lost a loved one and you hadn't been the same since. Maybe you lost a relationship, a marriage. You haven't been the same since. Lost a ministry. Maybe you've been hit with a diagnosis. Maybe you've been hit with failure and you haven't been the same since. You've lost what you used to be oh my god you see the vision but you have no strength to chase it (laughs) so you start downsizing and excuse making as a way to cope with your failure And so now what you used to talk about, you don't talk about because you have now reduced to what God has for you down to a degree that makes you feel better. And most of you have been whining and crying and complaining about what happened because you thought you lost it. And David, oh, listen to me. We're going to get somewhere, but I got to get you here. David said, if I'm going to get my stuff back, I got to get me back. And he encouraged himself. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. Which means his spirit returned. came to prophesy over you (laughs) that when you walk out of this room today, Chuck has already told you, you're going to be wearing who you are. No apology, no fear. Uh, I'm going to get my strength back. COVID has tried to suck the life out of the church. And it has been amazing to watch people navigate through this season. But I came to tell you there is a generation of us that are going to get back everything that God had planned for us in these last couple of years. It ain't lost, it ain't over, and it ain't done. God is just waiting on you to quit dumbing your vision down. So I need you to look at somebody and tell them, say, it's still going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, it's still going to happen. It's still going to happen. Quit crying about it. Quit complaining about it. You're going to get it back if you get yourself back. So now, so now David encouraged himself and man, boy, is there anybody in this house That knows what it feels like to feel yourself come back. The enemy is hoping that he has seen the last of you with the last attack in your life. But I came to tell you, when you have a setback, don't take a step back. Get ready for your comeback because you are coming back. Shout it, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm going to want it like I used to want it. I'm going to believe it like I used to believe it. I'm going to walk in it like I used to walk in it. Ah. I I, I I got it back. I got I got me back. I, I went through a season of depression, but I'm on my way back. My God, I feel this. I went through a season of fear, but I'm on my way back. I went through a season where I didn't even want it no more. but I want my stuff. And David came back. He came, He came back. He came. He came back and there are certain things you will never hear God say until you come back you. You better hear what I'm saying There are certain things the Spirit of God won't even say to you because of the condition that you're in. You can't even handle it. You can't even hear it until you get yourself back. But I came to tell you that the same wind that blew through the valley of dry bones is blowing in this house right now. No, you don't hear what I'm saying. Y'all heard what Ezekiel said. Give me just a little bit more in my mic I'm on a hollering thing today you heard what Ezekiel say he says I went into this valley and behold it was full of dry bones nothing but bones in the valley nothing but bones scattered bones lots of bones in the valley and I looked at it and I said Lord why you send me here can these bones live he says oh it ain't over yet prophesy to the four winds and as they prophesied to the four winds the bible declares that the bones begin to rattle come on look at somebody and say this is the time when the dry bones start rattling come on yeah this is this is the year where the dead things walk again oh no you didn't hear what I said you've been singing it but I'm trying to tell you what was dead in your life is coming back alive your Wait a minute. Your Bible says that when the winds begin to come, whoo, tell somebody I'm about to get a second wind. I'm about to get a second wind. I'm about to get a second wind. I've been deflated. I've been exhausted, but I'm feeling something again. That's why I had to get here. I had to get here because I knew God was going to give me a second wind. And I came to tell you, woo! Y'all gonna make me lose my mind? Up, oh, I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all forgive me. And the Bible says that those bones nudge somebody and say, "I feel your bones rattling. I feel them rattling. I feel them rattling. I feel them rattling." I feel them rattling. I feel them rattling. I feel some things about to come back together for you. I feel it in the spirit. I feel God about to connect some things together. That this year is going to be a year of connections. Oh my God. Connections, connections, connections. God's going to connect you to the right thing, to the right thing, to the right thing. God's going to align you. He's going to put you in position so that what you were, you're going to be again. Your Bible declares that when the wind got through that standing in that valley was a great and exceeding army which means God brought back in that valley what died there. Woo! I came to tell you That in the same valley you lost it, it's going to be the same valley you go get it. (laughs) Oh, somebody shout, I feel the anointing about to break. Somebody shout, live again, live again. Dry bones live again. What I was, bring me back again. Your Bible declared that David. I'm just preaching to you what Chuck has been saying all all week. See, the good thing about going last is I just steal everybody's stuff. (laughs) David encouraged himself and said lord do i go after it do i go back after it and the lord said not only are you going back after it but you going to recover somebody say everything everything no i said everything everything we have been used to living with loss But I came to tell you, those days are over. 5783. You're going to be like the children of Israel coming out of bondage. Where the enemy kept trying to negotiate their deliverance. And he told them, you can go, but you can only go so far then he told them you can go but you can only take your children but then the Bible says Moses said now uh uh we ain't negotiating our deliverance with you he said when we leave here we ain't leaving a hoof in Egypt come on now oh y'all did hear what I said I leaving nothing in the enemy's camp. Y'all don't hear this year everything tied to me coming out. I ain't coming out without my kids my wife, my husband I ain't coming out without my money. I ain't coming out without my anointing my ministry everything everything I got coming Get your hand out and just start snatching stuff. Give me my stuff. Everything is coming out with me. I ain't leaving nothing. Nothing. Oh my God. my God. Now, so you got to get this kind of mentality. Come on, say it. Say we're going after everything. everything. (laughs) But now this this is where I got to get you here. I got to get you because I just talked to you about going after what the enemy stole. But this ain't the year. You just going to get back what the enemy stole. Yes. This is also the year you're going to get back what you lost. No, you didn't hear what I said. (laughs) I'm not just going to get back what the enemy did. I'm going to get back what I did. Yes, yes, yes. No, y'all ain't ready for it. Yes. Y'all ain't ready for it. You ain't ready for it. Because there is some stuff the enemy didn't take from me. There is some stuff that I threw away, but I'm going to get it back to. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? I'm going to get back what the enemy did, and I'm going to get back what I did. Because both of them still belong to me. See, oh God. See, I got to deal with a self-righteous spirit. See, the Lord's been dealing with me about this prodigal son, and I, I have to keep, I have to keep dealing with both of these boys because both of these boys a mess, they had the wrong mentality about some stuff. Your Bible declares that the younger son in Luke chapter number 15 said to his father, Give me my inheritance. You know, I'm I'm done, I'm done serving around here. He says, I'm I'm done working. Give me my stuff. I'm of age. I want my money. I want my land. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to take the profits, and I'm out of here. And your Bible says, (laughs) the, the Bible says, and the reason I'm laughing is because the church loved preaching about him. But they miss what happened to him. This boy took his inheritance. Went and wasted it on harlots and partying and living the life of just a man out of control. But even though he lost his morality, he still kept his identity. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Because when he was about to eat the hog slop, he said, Wait a minute. Tell somebody your days of eating slop are over. He said, wait just a minute. He said, now at the house, my father's got servants, a buffet table, and I'm out here. He said, uh uh. He says, I'm going to rise and go back to my father. So he's rehearsing now how he's going back because even though he kept his identity enough to know I don't belong in the hog pen, he allowed his morality to affect it to the degree that he says, even though I'm going back, I'm going to go back demoted. Instead of returning home as a son, I'm going to go back as a slave. Oh, you got to hear me. And he starts waddling his way like a dog with his tail tucked between his legs back into the father's house ready to rehearse all of his sin <laughs> i told you the self righteous people going to scream here in a minute I know. And he goes in rehearsing all of what I didn't do, what I I don't deserve. What Just make me one of your hired servants. And the father says to him, boy, what you mean make you one of my slaves? You my son. Go get the robe. Go get the ring. Go kill that calf. pit because we gonna have a party because ain't nobody coming back in my house and not getting back what they had when they left y'all don't hear what I'm saying and I came to tell you For all of you that have downsized what God wants to do in your life because of failure, because you messed up, because you think you don't deserve it anymore, because you knew it was your fault, I came to tell you even if it was your fault, you still going to get it all back. (laughs) Y'all, you don't want, you didn't hear me, you didn't hear me. You still gonna get it back. Yes, I messed it up. Yes, I lost it. Yes, I did it. But God, who is rich and mercy. So now watch this. Watch this because I gotta break a spirit of failure. Because some of you think, because of what you did, you don't deserve what God has for you. But that devil is a liar. God says, I'm going to give you back what you squandered. My God, I sense the word of knowledge for somebody that is in a huge gambling debt. But you're a man of God. I decree to you that the Lord says to you right now, you are still his child. And he's about to write a check to get you out of debt. Somebody shout I'm going to get it all back. But now, but now here's the problem with you. See, you can't think like that because you got some saints around you that don't think you deserve it back. Come on. Come on. Because they didn't do what you did. They stayed in the house. And they got a problem that God is still blessing you. (laughs) But I came to tell you, your father. Somebody shout, my father. (laughs) My father. Oh, my God, I just heard it in my spirit. I bind that devilish spirit. Your guilt-tripping days are over. I don't care what you did, how long you did it, the moment you step back in the house, you get it all back. Shout that spirit out of this house right now. still his child i'm still his son i still deserve to be healed i still deserve to be blessed i still deserve my victory and i want it back now 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 what kind of god can have you wasted and give it back to you That's why I don't know why we preach about this boy so much, because he got it all back. He got everything back. He got it all back. And that's what's going to happen to you, because they're thinking your church is going to fail because you got divorced. But I came to tell you, get ready for it to grow like it's never grown before, because God's going to give it back. And I know it's hard for some of you to receive this because you're like that other boy (laughs) that's been basing all of the blessings of God on your life based on your behavior. And so you sitting in the house And the Bible says this boy got so mad. He didn't even go in the house. Because he had a mentality that his brother doesn't deserve it. He, 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 he don't fast like me. <laughs> oh, I got to run it out. He, 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 he ain't as consecrated as I am. He, he, he ain't no intercessor. Has God given him everything back? He don't deserve it. And here I am in the house. Don't smoke, don't chew, don't hang with those that do. I'm living holy. I'm serving you and you never threw me a party see the first son lost his morality but kept his identity the other son kept his morality and lost his identity. <laughs> because you sitting up in the house complaining about what is happening to your brother because you don't realize him being blessed does not short circuit what God has for me I still got what I got no matter what God does with anybody else and I bind that spirit of competition and jealousy and envy because you are looking at what somebody else got and not paying attention to what you got The point is, I didn't even mean to preach about all that. The point is, you got to have a mentality that I deserve it all back. That's right. That's right. Come on, Sam, I'm going to get it all back. The years that the locusts ate, the years that the enemy stole, and the years that I squandered, I'm going to get them all back. Whoop! I'm sorry, because I can't wait to see what your folks going to say after this year. When they had cast you out, thought you were buried, dead, and gone, but your resurrection is about to happen right in front of their faces because the mercy and blessing of God is still on your life. So I got to get ready for divine recovery. This is going to be supernatural recovery. This is going to be such recovery that now that I've dealt with your mentality, give me just a few minutes to deal with your capacity. Just nudge your elbows out like that. Tell your neighbor, say I didn't mean to hit you. But I'm making room, I'm making room, I'm making room, I'm making room, <laughs> I'm making room, I'm making room. God's getting ready to enlarge me this year. He's He's getting ready to increase my capacity. He's getting ready to open up some new supply lines for me. He's about to get ready to bless me. Yeah. Did, did y'all did y'all did y'all hear? Did y'all hear what Chuck said? The other night, and I leaned over to my wife. I said, I need the Lord to shut him up right now. <laughs> no, I really did. Asked my wife. I really did. I said, I need that unction to just stop. Because he in my stuff. <laughs> because he talked about Joseph. And how when Jacob was blessing his sons, he got to Joseph and he said, Joseph is so fruitful. Yeah, Yeah, that what God did in him couldn't be contained. Because Joseph was so fruitful that his branches... grew to a point where they reached over the walls and when he said that the Lord spoke this in my spirit and I hope you can handle it you are about to outgrow where you've been planted who can handle that can handle it that what god's about to do in my life i'm about to extend into places and dimensions i didn't even know i could reach that god now now listen listen now that this, this doesn't mean you have to uproot yourself right, 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 right. unless your planet somewhere where they're so rigid that instead of allowing you to go over the walls, they clip your vine. Oh my God, I got to do this. This is not the year to be hanging with people who try to clip your vine. This ain't the year to be st- stuck in no small thinking. This is the year that if you're born black you better get ready to wake up white because your branches are going to start reaching over the wall. Y'all did hear what I'm saying? This is the year where I'm not going to let God restrict me. Whatever you want to do in my life, wherever you want to take me, whoever you want to take me to, I'm going to reach for it. Come on, start reaching for it. Start reaching for it. I want it. Press down, shaking together, and run it on. Woo! I just heard this over your year, new territory. It's coming. You are about to bloom in such a way. I still feel a shout right there just let that hear me those that are watching God is about to expand your blessing I'm going over the wall this year this year I'm going over the wall I'm planted here but I'm going to reach over there I'm going into new territory I'm gonna be so fruitful I can't discriminate who get to taste this fruit I'm so anointed that I can't dumb it down to just a Baptist or the Methodist or, or the Pentecostal or the Presbyterian this year I'm gonna walk up in every place in every city in every nation and I'm gonna bring the power of God I'm going over the wall this year. I'm going over, I'm going over. I'm going over. I'm going over. I'm going to see my capacity extended. I'm going to reach. I still feel that thing, y'all, just get your hand up. I'm going I'm going to reach. into some areas that once I come over that wall, people over there are going to say, where you come from? You wasn't planted over here. We don't even know who you are. You tell them, even though I wasn't planted here, my fruit is to be tasted here and the anointing that's on my life can't be contained. Be seated, please. If you can, I got one more thing to tell you. I'm going over the wall. I'm going over the wall. You're going to be surprised where you see me this year. I'm going over the wall. I'm going over the wall. I'm going over. God's going to increase me where I'm going to end up in some new territory, Outgrow limits and boundaries. But when Chuck began to talk about these new supply lines, that verse, and my God, get ready because this is your year, shall supply. There is a supply for all my needs. Can you fathom a year where every need gets met? And all I got to do is find the supply where is the supply for my need coming from look at your neighbor and say is it you is it you is it you And the Lord quickened this in my spirit last night. He told me to tell y'all to get ready this year for the return of manna. Now this is some strong stuff. Look at somebody say this strong stuff right here. There's some strong stuff. remember manna, don't you? When he brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, God took them by the way of the wilderness because he had to disconnect them from Pharaoh and connect them to Jehovah Jireh. Because when they got out in the wilderness, they began to beg for the meat and the pots and the leek and the garlic and the onions that they had meaded out to them, importioned out to them while they were in Egypt. And when they got out in the wilderness and began to knead, the Bible says they reminisced on those days that we out here hungry. And we ain't got nothing to eat. My, 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 how it was when I was working that job. But then God called me into destiny. And now I'm out here starving. My, what it was like. And God says, I didn't bring you out here to make you hungry, to starve you. I brought you out here To show you that I have provision for you you ain't ever seen before (laughs) and your Bible says after they begin to cry God says watch this he said tell them that I'm going to feed them with quail and bread and I'm going to have quail come in the evening. And in the morning when they arise, I'm going to feed them with bread. Except this ain't bread from Walmart. This ain't no wholesome bread. This ain't, this ain't no idea. This ain't no nature's own. This, no, no, no. This is bread from heaven. And your Bible declares that when they woke up in the morning, There was this substance on the ground. And they walked up to it. And the question was, what is this? That's what manna means. The word manna means, what is this? In other words, we ain't ever seen kind of provision before and God says that's why I brought you here to show you that I can provide for you in ways you ain't ever seen before. And the problem with a lot of you, but you're about to get delivered, is that you're looking for the bread you used to eat. And God says, I'm about to bake up something you ain't ever had before. in store. ready to see God do something for them that they have never seen. It ain't coming the old way. It ain't coming like it used to come. It's not going to happen like it happened the last time. God says I've got a new supply. Y'all stand up on your feet. Let me get done with this. I'll, I'll finish quicker if you stand up. And the Bible says, the Bible says, remember, make some room. Now make some room. I don't want you to hit nobody because you, you're about to shout. Your Bible says when they tasted that manna and ate it, it was so sweet that it tasted like honey. And God says, this is what I'm trying to get my people to see. That man does not live by bread alone, but by every that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. God says, when I want to feed you, I don't need no flour. I don't need no eggs. I don't need no oil. If I open up my mouth, one word from God can produce The Bible says, the Bible says that when they ate that manna, God told them, he says, I'm going to take you to a place where I don't want you to save this. He said, you're going to only eat it for the day, but don't start hoarding it up because people who hoard up do so for fear of running out. And God says, if you try to hold on to it, it's going to spoil. Why? Because I'm not trying to get you to trust in the bread. You don't even need the bread as long as you got the baker with you. And it's so- and as long as you got me you ain't got nothing to worry about and I came to tell you over your life right now God is cooking up something over your life and this year you gonna run in to manna, to manna, touch somebody and say manna's coming manna's coming, manna's coming manna's coming, coming. coming. manna's coming don't know where it came from don't know how it got there don't know what it is you're going to open up your mailbox and say what is this you're going to go to your church and shout what in the world has happened the manna is coming the manna is coming so look at your neighbor and say neighbor god gave me a word for you this year Tell them, say, the manna's coming, the manna's coming, the manna is coming, the manna is coming. Don't look for it. It'll be there when the glory lifts. Don't even worry about it. It's coming in a way you can't figure out. Go to bed, and when you wake up in the morning, it's going to be there. and I came to tell you I don't know how I don't know who I don't know where but I do know this Manners coming for you now here's here's how you're gonna get it here's how you're gonna get it everybody say capacity 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 I'm expecting something supernatural this year. I'm expecting something supernatural. It's going to be supernatural. The doors going to open supernaturally. I'm just going to walk into it supernaturally. I'm just going to be minding all my business and just run right into it. New supply lines, new supply lines that you haven't ever seen before. New supply lines come with new people new connections new relationships new assignments get ready to step into the new this year and when you go there the people that have been aligned to bless you are going to be waiting on you. So, this is not the year of the familiar. This is the year of the unfamiliar. And I need you to step into it because your manner is waiting. Now, wait a minute. Wait. Just one minute, touch somebody say manna's coming, manna, manna's coming, manna's coming. That's how he's going to do it, manna, manna. You're not going to be able to figure it out. It's manna, it's manna. This is a new supply. This is a new supply. Now, this is not just for your money. This is for your healing. This is for your house. This is for your ministry. The manna is falling right Now. Now. Here's the last thing I want to say to you. This is a year where you have got to listen to the word of God. Just stay right there. Stay right there for me. You got to listen to the word. Because this is the type of year it's going to be for you. Everybody shout "New new supply. You remember when Jesus had resurrected and Peter and all of them went back fishing. You remember that? Jesus is standing on the shore, watching them, they've toiled, they struggled and caught nothing. And Jesus is standing on the shore, grilling fish, and eating honeycomb, and he hollers at them, Hey children! Have you any food? In other words, have y'all caught anything? And they say nothing, Lord. Now mind you, Jesus is eating what they are struggling to catch. And he out there grilling it while they can't even find it. And with one word from God, he said, cast your net." on the right side. Look at somebody and say, change positions, change positions. The reason things are not happening for you is because you've been stuck in the same position, doing the same thing over and over and ain't no fish there. This is the year. Where you try the other side. You cast it on the other side. And when they did, they couldn't even get it up. You want to know why? Because you don't need money. All you need is a word from God. And if you drop your nets, Where God said, drop them this year. You're not going to be able to handle what you pull up. Now, Daniel was talking about those treasures. I came to tell you this year, God is going to give you one word. Think about that. Put your hand on your head. Put your hand on your head. Say, all I need is a word. All I need is a word. For every supply, all I need is a word. All I need is a word for everything you've told me to do. All I need is a word. 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 word. So here's what you do this year. Come on, spread yourself. Say, give me a little room because I'm going over the wall this year. I'm going over the wall. I'm going over the wall. I'm going to have you do something that's so radical but you got to receive it. I want you to take your hand just like this and I want you to reach it into your prophetic destiny. Now when you do this, angels are gonna start flapping their wings. The power of God is gonna start moving. Because everything that was stolen, everything lost, and everything that God has hanging over you for the next level and phase and stage in your life is only waiting on you to do one thing, and that's receive it. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we stand on the precipice of this new year. And we stand here and declare that this is a year of divine recovery. This is a year of things that I lost coming back to me. Things that were stolen coming back to me. And new supply, new anointings, new mantles, new dimensions in my life. And I'm not waiting till I get there to praise you for it. I'm going to shout right now. Pull it in, pull it into your life. Pull your year in here. Pull it into your life. It's coming. Supply, matter, coming. Oh! Oh my God, this is your matter year. It's raining bread from heaven. hear me these last three days you've heard it you're going to hear it the next seven days God says grab it let a new capacity be created and then do it look at somebody and say all you got to do is let it rise and do it I send you for into Rosh Hashanah five seven eight three I send you into it to receive all the blessings of it in Yeshua's name let's give one more shout for this message it it looked like some of y'all ain't ready to leave So on the way out, just touch somebody and tell them it's going to be bread from heaven this year. Bread from heaven. Bread from heaven is coming. New supplies coming. It's coming for your life. God's going to heal you in a new way. Deliver you in a new way. Bless you in a new way. Don't try to figure it out. You ain't ever seen this before. It is coming a brand new way. My God go get the book so you can go to heaven.